little faster. You still got it. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And we are Around, Around the, the Way Curls. Join us as we share our unique life experiences, aka tell all our business, and explore both the profound and the profane. Because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Yes, Hey, girl. Hey. Hello. Hi. How's everything? <laughs> Chill. Um, it's it's better now. You know me. I'll fucking say it. Me and Shanti just had a tiff. A little bit of a tiff it. over we text and scheduling. And we got into like a mini tiff, rift. And it was upsetting. Listen. If I can fight with you, then it's real. Cause no, you know I don't, I don't want to fight fighting with people. you. I don't like that. That that upset me very much. If I'm being completely honest, and we literally just said okay, and now we're recording. So if you feel an energy, we did not say okay. <laughs> no, like after we talked for about ten minutes, we got on all tense and tight. I think we should take a collective breath and let it go. Do you want to do that? <laughs> yes. Okay, ready. Let's have, I would like the listeners to do this with us as well. So let's do one one breath. Listeners, come on. Okay. Shout out to breath work. Mm. Okay. Mm -mm -mm. It helped calm my nervous system. Anyway, mm -mm. how are you? How was the first day of school? Today was my first day of school at CCP, Community College of Philadelphia, Goldman Sachs, 10,000 businesses. It was very long. It started at 7.30. It ended at 6.30. Um, but the program is broken down into modules. So you focus um, every week on a different, again, business um, pillar, if you will, or focus, if you will. And, you know, today was like orientation. Everybody's getting to know each other. And my greatest takeaway from today was the power of diversity. I know that sounds so corny, but it made me think it, it was a room full of different ages, different genders, different race, races, different socioeconomic backgrounds. Some businesses had a revenue of 3 million and 50 employees. Some had, you know, 150,000. These are the guest two. speakers? No, these are the different. So it's a, it's a, it's a collection of different businesses, 35 businesses and you know, the owners of the businesses. So they all come together and they take these classes together and it's meant to be a support group. So you owe, it's like peer learning, as you're being, uh, as your classes are facilitated by different, um, you know, uh, experts of marketing or reading your financial reports, et cetera, et cetera. But again, such a diverse group of people and how powerful that is and how much knowledge and perspectives are available to you. And it made me reflect on my friend group and how, so many of my friends are the same age 
so many of us are like in the kind of well you you got rich fancy friends so but a lot of my friends are in the same no. actually no a lot of my some of my friends make a lot a lot of fucking money um and i was like i really need a south indian like a south asian friend mm-hmm. i need an asian friend i need an this old tender white guy i was like yo i fuck with you deeply like mm-hmm. augie the augie? latino augie the latino pizza <laughs> owner i was just like oh wow this is so refreshing mm-hmm. and also just like biology loves diversity for a reason so i was like i gotta i gotta get me some friends and like intentionally have dinner because eventually Jason we're all gonna rosario always said um always or said once to me and it slapped me in my face i think i said it on here once that he said you're only diverse as as the dinner table around you for real and i was like oh i can't stand myself i'm a racist i got all the same motherfuckers a black woman but also like I don't need no more black women friends. <laughs> I know. Get that away much. from me. I mean, and there are diverse types of black women, but it does bother me that, you know, um, I, I do, I've had the privilege of being around him and some of his friends and God, what an eclectic, what? interesting dynamic group of people it's rich it's rich conversations are rich the wisdom is rich especially the age yeah especially the ages i was like oh i want an old man friend there's through lines though within the black people there they catch eyes of course like uh, but Uh. it's it's interesting um but yeah there's so much listen that is that is a goal of mine as well i'll shut up but definitely I, uh, what's really interesting was I was attacked by a ghost while sleeping um, this week as well. Shanti. So have I talked to you about the Puerto Rican ghost in my house before? <laughs> have I talked about this on a podcast? You haven't, but there's diversity. <laughs> <laughs> so when I first moved into this apartment, this apartment complex has four apartments in it, including mine. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Um, and when I first moved into the apartment, I would my sleep would be interrupted. I would feel like I would feel energy at the door. I would feel like I would just jolt up awake. And for a long time, you know, I was doubting myself and I was like, no, like something is, I could feel something energetically in my space. And for whatever reason, the energy of an older shuffling Puerto Rican man came to me and he was annoying more. I like, I didn't see the image, but this is my energy that I get from him. He wasn't mean or malicious but just kind of like longing and pulling it like annoying so eventually like I saged and I just spoke to whatever the energy was like you got to get out you're not wanting here like go that is so mean somebody wants affection from you no not while I'm sleeping not not me Antonio not today I can't do it and so that hadn't happened for a really long time and so last a couple days ago I've just been obviously very emotional. Internet, you've been, you've received that. Contrary to popular discourse, I'm actually very um, sensitive. But I've been feeling just really sensitive. And last couple of days, I've just been sad and feeling really open. And I went to sleep and I felt a, like I, it was sleep paralysis, which I've experienced before in my grandmom's house when I was younger where I actually couldn't move I felt p- 
pinned and my mind is conscious, but my body cannot move. And it's an actual like me trying to regain control over my body. That's happened before. And I could feel that slowly happening to me in my bed, but I felt the energy on my neck. Oh, and I immediately you've wanted. It was on my neck. It was enter. It wasn't my. It wasn't Antonio. It was a different kind. She said that choke you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it was. That, he was trying to. Oh. He was trying to give you what you've been calling in. You've been calling in a little choke. <laughs> Have you not been? No, no. It, you didn't even put it that was together. not what I wanted. It was oh, not what I wanted. Damn. Okay. And although I was sleeping. I gained awareness in my sleep that this was happening. And then I immediately was like, yo, get off me. And I got up angry, more than scared. I got up really angry. I got sage and I did the same thing. Like, you got to go. I was like, in the name of Jesus, I was chanting. Oh. I was chanting. All right, okay, Krishna. I would love to see I was you not say playing something around. in the name of Jesus. I did. I don't <laughs> think I've ever. <laughs> I was calling on all of the energy because I was like, no, not today. You have to leave. And the the lesbians, the fighting lesbians have been are no longer with us in this <gasps> apartment complex. They oh, girl. No, they didn't. No, <laughs> girl was like, oh, my God. That they did took not a die, turn. but they are no longer in this. Uh, not to be telling all the business, but they ain't here no more. And so they've been cleaning out their apartments. Oh. And I don't know what they released. I don't know what it is. I got a lot of weird energy in this apartment, but I'm not surprised. And I'm proud of myself because most of the time I'll be scared. But I was like, no, get out of here. You're not wanted. Went in JoJo's room. She was just staring at me, rolled her eyes and turned it over. <laughs> Y'all. Why are they not wanted, though? Like, what if you welcome the energy? What uh, if Rashid they said the same you? thing. I'm not there yet. And like me communing in that way. Sash. I don't like to be pinned down in my sleep. I don't like to have that paralysis. The Puerto Rican man wouldn't do that. He was just kind of like, hey, hey. Like, he would just wake me up. But this was a different kind. I love that, that we're talking about ghosts right now. And you're talking about them as I'm dead though. ass. You I'm really dead know. ass. I really do believe in these this ghosts. This is a very have... shanty update, and I'm here for it. <laughs> wow. How are you? Um, I'm fine. Busy week this week. MLK Day happened. I recorded not one, but two episodes with See The Thing Is podcast. Shout out to Bridget and Mandy. Um, the first one is out and it was a really good. I think it was probably one of the best episodes that we've done together. It the was like thought provoking. And then we had a little bit of fun around poking fun at Meek Mill. But a lot of the conversation was really great. I love to see the feedback that Mandy got because people are so unfair to her. Um, and they were just like, Mandy, you really showed up in, in this conversation. You really showed up here or whatever. Like, oh, Mandy. So that that really made me happy. But it was a lot of fun. We had a good time. Um, and then a couple things. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to say this because I don't want it to seem shady. And I don't know if these people listen. I don't think they do. Uh-oh. What do you think oh. I should do, girl? <laughs> you know I me. Think you I think should. I said I was uh... shut up. But oh, I can't no. help myself. No, I feel like it's very obvious if you know who. Like, yeah, I'm I not going to say I'm not going to say that the second one. But have you ever been in a situation where I have found that I've been really trying to uh, carve out time for myself 
um, and show up for others as best as I can. I've been failing at that. Um, a lot of my friends have expressed frustration with me around my availability and I don't really know what to say. And I'm, I'm at this place where I'm just like, wow, just because I'm free doesn't mean I'm available. And that's really hard to say to folks who are very used to you being available all the time. And like, you'll drop anything and you show up and you're there and you'll sacrifice sleep and you'll this and you're that. And I just can't do that anymore. But another thing that I'm realizing as I try to do my best in navigating, showing up for myself and doing nice things, doing nice things with my friends is that some of my friends, as you said, make a lot of money mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't and can't, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't Not make yet. a little bit, but I'm making regular people money, you know, I'm making like, okay, I live by myself. I have a car and I can sustain myself, but also like, I'm not balling out. Shout out to my Ultima. It is a luxury vehicle in my mind, mm-hmm. but I'm going out and eating with these folks and they're going to places or recommending places that are $40, $50 a plate, sometimes for the smallest of plates Mm-mm. where I'm starving Just afterwards. Else to do it. And they are throwing back drinks. I'm not drinking readily right now. I might have like one drink a week if I go out, but I will, I'm that person now that when I go out, I don't, I'm not going to have a drink. Um, one, because it's too goddamn expensive. And two, because I just don't need alcohol that much in my system, especially since I'm trying to get up earlier. But I, when the bill comes and I didn't had <laughs> the cheapest thing when I made the chicken and no drinks and we just throwing the cars down, I'm baffled. That's said, this chicken cost me $120. No, you got to say something. Oh, I have to be so considerate I, of the of that. But but when you have friends who just have a lot of money, they don't think like that. They're just like, oh yeah, we're we all look out for each other. I will say that some of them sometimes often will just pick up the check. They just pick it up, and that makes me feel like poor people. So I don't necessarily want that, and that's not on their on up to them. But I do have this question around like, how do you bridge? that conversation because I'm getting to the point where I'm like, well, you've never brought it up. This is the first time. They, they I also have a friend, like if I go out with friends and they have a significant other and a couple of them will never, and shout out to them. They're great women. They will never leave a restaurant that we're at without bringing something home to their significant other. But that goes on a check. And no. I'd be like, I'm splitting, I'm splitting Bay's meal too. Wait a minute. And he had, he had three course meal now. How does that work? I don't know what you to have say. To speak up. I don't want to be that up. person. No, it's not that person. It's like I don't. I, I can't actually afford this. And I, I think go out my with you. I think my I fear around that yet. is that, that yet. I think my fear around that is then I just not going to get the invite. I think my one what friend. What kind of hell friends are them <laughs> that are like Antoinette doesn't want to pay extra? She wants to pay. Like what? But you know no, how it is. You used to work in the service industry where I used to hate. And that's really if everybody's getting the same amount of stuff. Like I used to hate seeing people tally up how much each other. Like when you and I go out to eat, we just throw the things in the middle. But like. Because we're sharing everything and I'm not ordering oh. extra food for anybody. Yeah. 
Are you sharing the food with these people? Um, no, no. Uh, Antoinette, that I think that that requires. Or if a hard we do share the food, like I have one friend, and I'll shut up. But I have one friend who will order a ton of stuff, like just go ham on the menu. She's like, "Oh, I want to taste this, 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 and this," and she's like, "We'll share everything." And I'm just like, "Whoa, I wouldn't order all that. Me don't need it. This is expensive." And it gets awkward. I don't know. You got to ask the budget. I don't know. The budgetista. Yeah, you got to ask somebody. But in my opinion, I would let I would preface it by saying, hey, y'all, I'm on a budget. Mm. The next time we go out, y'all don't call me cheap, but I'm saving up for a house. I'm saving That's up such for a good idea. And I am a platinum That's real. dildo. So I cannot. Oh. We'll talk about that in another podcast, but okay. That's a good idea. I'll try that. Do you have a platinum dildo? A platinum one? No. What? How? What about you said um, a black one? People are really wanting to know about your writing um, skill development. Quite a few people have commented. I've decided not to tell my business anymore. I ain't tell you. (laughs) That's not the question. This is going to change. I'm not telling that anymore. We're doing well. We are doing well over here. I think I've got it back. I'll just leave it at that. I think I'm back, baby. No, I know that's I right. I got my rhythm back. My back is arched. Oh. It's coming down as it should. I'm doing well. That is a beautiful, beautiful image. If you would like to see our beautiful <laughs> images, then you can. If you're listening to this on audio, we have a visual component available as well on Patreon. Go check us out, www.patreon.com slash aroundthewaycurls, and you can see our tiered subscription offerings. If you can't afford to support us through Patreon, you still have work that you could do to support us. You can rate, subscribe, and share our work. You can rate on Spotify as well as Apple. Apple seems to be um, far more effective. So make sure that you rate, leave a comment, a review, tell us how we're doing, how we're not doing. Um, But be a part of the community and engage with us because we really would appreciate it. Amen. Another thing that I appreciate, my segues, oh, that was good. Are listening to other people's playlists i love to when people share their playlists on um on instagram i will even if they have no links i will go and search them out and find what their playlist is i you love never to listen learn. to my playlist i have listened to your playlist before your r&b playlists that's a your really Jay-Z good one. playlists you, you have made extensive you listen to playlists. my michael jackson one your michael jackson one. you did with anger with a tight fist, like off of the anteater. 45 of them, John. <laughs> Jay-Z is talking his Jay-Z shit. Jay-Z has 120. Anyway. But my um, Project P, she be listening to, shout out to Patrice. Patrice Worthy is her uh, Spotify. And she has really great playlists. One in particular is called Existentialism. If you know mm. how to spell that and search for it, good for you. And um, <laughs> I'm curious to know, and want y'all to send me your playlist especially for february i don't want to hear any black 
empowerment playlists, but I would like <laughs> to hear love <laughs> playlists. So please send them to me. Did you see via- the playlist that um, I think... Uh, what is it? Okay, player posted. Oh my God, the Harry, the Harry Coochie playlist. The Harry Coochie playlist. It, was, it wasn't and them. It was like R and B. It was something R and B. It was good it though. Okay Did you play. listen to it? She I was Googled banging. it. I was like, immediately. These are my jams. <laughs> I said, Bilal, you can get this Harry Coochie any day. Oh my God. I thought about you right away. I said, Oh, a Harry Coochie playlist. <laughs> I need. I'm gonna let y'all know that I am working on getting. Um, or what? Uh, I've never had a waxing while internet withdraws from telling her business i will move forward because we yes. gotta stay provocative i've never got a waxing shane and i was like you're grown i'm about to be th- i am 36 years old and i have never had a woman for hire to tear hair off of my vagina it's not what it's i've only done it twice and oh. I was like, no. Oh, for and I, I never got a Brazilian ever because the bikini one hurt so bad that I said, y'all can keep this. What I will say is that shout out to Crystal from the read. She found out that I was using. <laughs> Do I want to say this? Oh, God. You know, the um the joints that you get from the hair store that, that the guys, what is it? Uh, the uh, tea joint. Uh, it's like a you line up. They line up their hair with it. It's like a serious a razor. razor, but it's like a an electric. electric what is it called? Uh, what is that? A it's called, called a, I a. I think it's a T. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But the male, yeah, the Patreon, thing that is this. in the barber shop, that I was using that vaginally, and she was so upset. <laughs> she was so upset by it. She said, "Girl," and I said, "Sometimes I cut myself. There's little, <laughs> there's little paper cuts, but you know, it is what it is." And she said, Antoinette, they make them like they make specific ones for your vagina. I had no idea. The next day, maybe two days later, I get a package from Amazon and it is the one she recommended. And I have it to this day. It is wonderful. If you cut to me, you okay, you've seen it. It hangs up in my shower. I want the clean lines. I want the clean lines. So you want no hair at all. This gets it down like dumb low. Like it's like no hair. Okay, not you. Yeah, they ain't getting my money. That's right. Fuck these you, niggas I think that you should their tr- dinners and paying these women to remove hair off of our genitalia. No, well, I, I do think you should try the wax. You might love it. Some people have done it and they're like, oh, this feels great. I like the way I want a Brazilian just to just to just oh, to you say would I go done straight did to it. Brazilian. Would you? Yeah, just have the wow. labia just out there unprotected. Try like the sugar wax thing. Apparently that doesn't hurt as bad. I don't believe it, but try it. I would like to go with you. I think we should make that. I won't some content. do it, but I'll let's hold do it. Your hand. Oh, you're not. I think no, we should. I've done it and it's awful. I started cracking up, laughing, crying because I was like, "This is crazy. Why would I do this to myself?" And when I tell you, it grew, it grew back within like three days. Wow, this is not. I'm Italian, honey. <laughs> that is why I am Italian. Girl, I, I shave my legs every day. Yeah, you do share that. I'm not a very hairy person, but I shave anyway. my legs every day. That's a shame. That now, MLK Day was last week. We did not mention it. Honor at all. it at all. We didn't mention it. Shame on us. Shame. We apologize. But on MLK Day, I was listening to NP. I was listening to NPR. And they had a podcast called Reveal, 
And this particular episode, I, ha- I can't vouch for the podcast in its entirety, but this episode was about a photographer, Ernest Withers. He was responsible for capturing some really pivotal mov- mov- uh, moments during the civil rights movement. And he died with a sea of people honoring him. So he had this legacy of being this down ass nigga. Girl, don't you know he was an informant for the FBI? Oh my God. It'd be your own people. So they go into his story and how he, was he really, you know, did he really portray the people? And they interview, um, the folks that he was working with, the black folks that he was, all the activists that he was working with. And they have some really interesting what was responses the name of the to this question. The episode is called, oh, Lord, where oh, is never it? Mind. It's okay. Everything's fine. No, this is very important. I'll, I'll Google you. it. Keep talking. The, 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 uh, pot, this your turn. The podcast is revealed. The double life of a civil rights icon. The double life. Mr. Ernest Withers, y'all, it wow. is it is juicy. It is really compelling, and it is duality at its again holding those two things at once. Oh wait, no, that was a that was an article. Like, oh, okay, I Never don't mind. know what the back. name of the <laughs> podcast was. It's a three minute listen. No, I don't no. know. I'll find it. All right, Shanti will find it. What's your anyway? Hot shit? Um, my hot shit is. Uh, do, have you seen Intergalactic on Netflix? I'm late. No, ma'am. It's a it's like a cartoon slash it's a cartoon, but it's a movie. And it's Kid Cudi is obviously behind it because it's all his music. And the main character, I think, is him. For real? It is so good. I loved it. I love it's a it's a love story. It's like a it's, it's not Love Jones, but it's like a young person's kind of Love Jones. And it's not. I was into the story. Like I wanted to know what happened with these characters. And and yes, it is absolutely a cartoon. Is it a series or just like a It's one? a movie. Oh. It's a movie and I highly recommend it. Aww. They even like, like are it? intimate. No, she can't. Oh, They're like sm- it's it's adults. They're getting high, they're cussing. There's I love that. there's like a whole thing, but it's it's very interesting like he's a artist. And she's also an artist. She's a photographer. They're next door neighbors. And you just see them kind of navigate. Should we date? We do live next door to each other. You see her homegirl and she's like navigating her own fear around it. He disappoints her with an act. Like it's a whole thing. Oh, is it Love Jones? It's not. I know it was giving Love Jones because of the photographer artist vibe. And he's also like a cartoonist slash writer. So it's kind of. It's like, is this Love Jones? But it was a really, it was cute. I wasn't mad at it. I was high when I watched it, but oh. I think I would have still liked you know it. That shit was bussing, bussing then. It was, re- I, I highly recommend it. Also, I watched the other day, trying to motivate myself. I watched The Climb on HBO. Oh. Have you seen with Jace, this? With Momoa, with my, with my. Well, Momoa's my not in it much, so oh. don't disappoint. He's not even in the first episode, really. At all. He just like comes on and talks about what climbing and we're talking about like rock climbing um, and all different forms of it, what it does for you. And you watch these people like overcome their shit and it's all like metaphors for life. Um, But it's also like amazing to watch these people tackle these insane 
boulders and it's terrifying and it's really riveting because you don't know what's going to happen. And they score it so well that like your heart is pounding where you're like, oh my God, is he going to get to the top? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. You think he's going to fall and then he makes it and you're like, yes. So you're so into it. But for some reason- Is it a competition or just It's a competition. It is a competition. Um, But it's quite good. Yeah, I saw that. Did you see an episode? Or I you didn't just watch saw it available. I just saw that it was a, it was available. Was it's like, yeah. it's quite good, and I think that you specifically would like it because I feel like you have that thing around surfing and how you mm-hmm. want to like conquer surfing. Mm-hmm. And to me, this is kind of the in the same family as that because I don't think you want to surf just to be on the water. I think there's a lot of Oh, other no, things like, yeah. you know that you would like to conquer in the surfing mm-hmm. and so if y'all are looking for a little motivation or whatever i would highly recommend the climb wait and jason momoa fine ass is on there talking his shit sometimes just being handsome for no reason just being hawaiian oh my god that man he is and you know what What's her name? Lisa Bonet was like, you trying to climb this social ladder of Hollywood with your mainstream vaccinated ass. He did not. Got to go. He ain't vaccinated. He even (laughs) climbs with his kids. It's just lovely. Oh, Jason. Just to circle back, that episode is The Double Life of a Civil Rights Icon, and that is with the Reveal podcast. This is not a paid endorsement. Okay. All right. Let's take a break. After these messages, we'll be right back. Boop. And we are back with politics as pol- yes, politics as usual. Um, something I think is interesting to keep our eyes on: the Seattle school district is suing many social media, or all rather, social media leaders such as Meta, Google, Snapchat, and TikTok in an attempt to hold the companies responsible for the intentional misuse of their power by exploiting the psychology and neurophysiology of their users into spending time, more and more time on their platforms. Mm. This is actually being taken to court. Many of the... um social media platforms are defending themselves saying that, you know, we've been really doing our best to safeguard harmful or to, um, what's the word, ban and and silence harmful content around suicide and um, bullying and all of these different measures we've put in place. Um, But the folks that are suing are saying it's, it's less, it's included, but not just the content more than just like the very nature of these platforms are meant to be addictive. And that is like fucking the kids up. And they're using the argument um, that the healthcare systems used in the past around tobacco, like Mm. the very nature of tobacco is addictive. And so the very design of these platforms is addictive and standing on that. And hopefully that stands up in court, although many people don't think that it will. But if it if it like raises more awareness and actually does pass, if they have really good lawyers or defense of this, I think that's pretty, pretty powerful. Um, the fact just the rise of child anxiety and suicide and the correlation with social media is something to consider. So hopefully they take it seriously 
And um, I'm going to pay attention to this because. Why wouldn't it hold up in court? If, if there, if it's proven, that's what I'm saying. Like, why not? If it, I, if it worked with a tobacco industry, that was another billion dollar industry. It's, it's proven that this is made to be addictive, to be addictive. I mean, and that it's dangerous. Well, I get maybe that's the thing. Is it dangerous and harmful? If they can is- prove that the addiction causes harmful, it has harmful consequences. Like tobacco is obvious. You addicted. You look at the, this is a healthy lung. This oh is a lung God. of somebody who's smoked. That makes me think about but that I, awful thing. Did you see But that? I think, oh. what? Did you see that one clip on black Twitter? Do you follow black Twitter on, on Instagram? Where that woman was like, if I would have known. Yes. Oh, my God. And she was like. <laughs> <laughs> For people who don't know. All right. That has yo, to go. Yo. She was like, if I would have known about cigarettes, I wouldn't have a smoke. And the little baby who was watching it didn't know what to do watching it. He just went, started going. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> he said, <laughs> just like her. This little brown boy. He was so cute. Anyway, off the subject. Keep going. Ooh, but child. I think, I think, and it has been proven, I don't know the data by heart, but the addictive nature of social media actually does affect our brain. It like, it does, does do something to the brain. And that's, you know, who will know, you know, who knows that Dr. Who? Huberman, I can't I wait to get into him. Not like that sound, but I can't wait to really get the way is that, that your this boy, podcast your, your is just about the, I love him. Yeah. Oh, he I talks know. about social media and there's a great clip on it. So maybe that'll be next week's thing. Well, I, I think there's a huge claim here and I hope it, I hope they, the defense or rather who's in defense, the, uh, the prosecution. Yes. I hope the Seattle s- school districts. Yeah. Have mm. good, to, have good lawyers to, to go up against this. China is China said, uh-uh, get somebody else to do it. China went from the most strict no COVID campaign and measures and surveillance and some places they were locking folks in their homes. They had people protesting very, very strict COVID precautions to we outside and y'all just going to have, we're going to have to just let this go through you like we have a chicka pox party basically like get together let it run through you we'll recover soon It'll give us like two months and everything will who needs to die will die who got a little tent little uh fever they're just gonna have a little tea fever and carry on which is wild because everybody all of the political like analysts or whoever are trying to figure out why this sudden i know it has to do with the economy but also like what zero to 100 i haven't done enough research on this but i feel like i my hope is that it has a little something to do with the protests i want the people to have a little bit of a win in this because they were protesting their asses off and protesting in china is not the same as protesting in the u.s of a okay but, we think we got it winning because huh? are they winning because the the hospitals are inundated people aren't getting the the, they don't have oxygen it's like the healthcare again couldn't handle this type of pressure like people are not well in china i'm said again why is this happening again in china like why is it like because they have a bajillion people i know and the government 
I don't know. That's what everybody's trying to figure out. I don't out. know. Like, well, that's the question. It's like you got people out here protesting saying you can't lock me up in my goddamn house, which I agree with. That was crazy when I saw the footage coming out of there. But then now they're like, okay, be outside. And now people are struggling. Swings. So it's, yeah, that pendulum All that swung. money and the precaution. I don't know. Uh, it, anyway, listen, China, y'all going to okay and that's it's wild everybody's watching the streets are watching Ciao. in other news joseph robinette biden has some scandals child i brought this up last week a little bit but uh, his classified documents it's just getting worse and worse and it's just not a good look what is it for what, what, my boo. what is it i guess i right. can't know huh well the class a bunch of classified documents <laughs> No, we don't know what the documents are. And we shouldn't know what they are because they're classified. Mm-hmm. Um, but a couple of things here. A lot of people are drawing the conclusion and the comparison, rather, to him and Trumpito. Um, Sean King, who it, uh, we are friendly. We were online we with a friendly. bit of a back and forth about this. <laughs> Because, you know, he is, Sean King is not a fan of Joseph Robinette Biden. We all know that. He's also not a fan of Trump, but he is a huge fan of Bernie Sanders. And he's going to jump at the opportunity to point out the, what he feels is the hypocrisy between the energy that we had for Trump versus the energy that we're having for Biden. So here's the deal. I I need to set something straight is that there is no log of presidential documents. So there's no way to really track what's missing unless it's of like the greatest of importance, which is what happened with Trump. So basically what they're saying is Trump's documents that he took, that he was subpoenaed to give back, that he fought about giving back for a month were of the level of great importance that they were tracked and that it was clear that they were missing. Um, They also found hundreds of documents at Mar-a-Lago, okay? And Trump was intentionally hiding them and holding them um, from the justice system, right? Biden's team uncovered a handful of documents and self-reported, but they did not make it public which is why it's tricky because the timing of this, now that we're learning, the timing that these documents were discovered were right before the midterm elections. So they're not about to be like, oh, you, we got some classified documents over here too. Let's fuck up the midterm elections for ourselves. They kept it on the hush. They did self-report, but then it comes out that more documents were found and then more documents were found, still not totaling anywhere close to hundreds, but still there is an issue here um the white house has appointed a special counsel i would like to point out that this special counsel that was appointed is a registered republican appointed by former president trump and they did that specifically so that it did not seem that there was any fishy business here he wants to say i'm being as bipartisan as possible and you know please Please investigate 
so that we can get to the bottom of this. The other thing is to be clear that Biden said he didn't know that these documents were even in his possession. Apparently, he was moving offices with while he was the vice president. And in my humble opinion, it would be very surprising if he was moving his own documents as the vice president. Most likely, this is a staff error. This is not a Joseph Robinette Biden was taking these documents and flushing them down the toilet like Trump. So it might not have been intentional, but it is absolutely negligent. And so I do think that he deserves some scrutiny on this, quite a bit of it. I do think that the timeline around when it was made public is unfortunate because it was obvious that they definitely didn't want this to come out because it would have affected the midterms, but also that's politics. So my question is like, are Dems and like the left wing media are they not keeping that same energy for Biden? Are they wrong? Are they like sugarcoating this? Should there be more energy around it? Because right now the Republicans are going ham and saying all kinds of crazy shit. But what's very, in- let me be clear about crazy shit. They're saying that he is, he should, he should be investigated. He's corrupt. They're talking about how negligent this is. And they are not keeping that same energy for Trump either. When Trump was even more egregious, in my humble opinion. What do you think? Well, I think it's a bad look for any of the parties to outwardly, publicly, and continually condemn their... the, the, The person that's on the same political side as them. I don't, I don't think any, you know, it would be stupid for the Republicans to do that with Trump it would be dumb for the Democrats and, and the you know left-wing media to do the same thing just out of politics. But do why they are... deserve the same energy? Absolutely. I think they deserve the same energy. Oh, I, do. I, I don't I think, think it should same. be. I don't think that we, I don't know if the amount of um, documents is as important as what the quality of the documents are. They're both classified. It could be just one page with some really sh- crazy shit on it. And it could be 35,000 pages of gibberish. Well, that's like the point. That was my point in the beginning is that they didn't even, for Biden, they didn't even know these documents were missing because they are not of great importance. Well, they knew impo- Trump's documents were missing. They're classified. Like it's, it yes, but there's, be there's levels important. to, yes, of course. There's levels we to the classification know. is all I want to point out is that the documents Trump took were of great, of the importance that they knew that shit was missing and they asked for it back immediately. I, I just wouldn't put it past um, Biden to, you know, just to just say like, oh, oops, I didn't know that. You know, I didn't mean it. Like, do we? We don't know. It's, it's the same act here and why mm-hmm. one person is automatically like, he did it on purpose. He was holding the thing. And the other person is like, well, he could have done it by accident. I just think is not, um, well, it doesn't, it's not. I think he did it on purpose and he was thing. withholding is valid for Trump because he wouldn't return them. Even after I being mean, subpoenaed. Yeah, but <laughs> so it's like, it's not the same completely. I don't know. Biden said, oops, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't do that. It, it's even more. If he did do it intentionally and then he's lying about it, it's even more. He didn't have to report this is my point. He could have just flushed them down the toilet or burned them. No one knew they were missing. He self-reported. 
That's all. I just want to point that out. That's it. Still, I mean, it could be even more like, yo, we have these. Th- I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if the, if he's automatically like. Why should he? If if there, why does he get the benefit of the doubt that this wasn't an because he self-reported? You can self-report and still be lying. Like that's part of your strategy. That's well, part yeah, of what I'm doing is to make it seem like I'm less. You know, um, it was less intentional. So let's hurry up and self-report this. this it doesn't seem like a far-fetched strategy. I don't know. I don't know response. if I'm self-reporting things that nobody even knows are missing i feel you though i think what my disappointment around this with biden is is his one he can't talk about it right he's under investigation so you're not going to get a lot of answers um how how he's handled it isn't the best i wish that he and the white house would have just said listen i came for trump about this and the fact that we made the same mistakes is embarrassing uh my team and i were careless And we need to review, most importantly, we need to review the process that safeguards these classified documents because obviously it's faulty. Like these papers just flying around? They just flying around. I don't have any papers. Important papers. papers. They're all in a cloud somewhere or like. Well, then you have cyber. You got like um, cyber warfare. So some stuff I don't think will go in a cloud. Some stuff might only be in a box, locked up, whatever the fuck. So who knows? We don't know. Sounds crazy. I hope the nuclear codes aren't on anybody's fucking server. I hope they're just (laughs) physically somewhere tucked away and coded and like, you know, in a safe. But I don't know. I get it. I get it. I really do. Next up. And I want to go through this really quickly. I just want to say like the appointments for the Republicans um, within the House of Representatives. Now that we talked about um, Kevin McCarthy last week, he is the Speaker of the House and he has now appointed these crazy ass people to the most interesting committees. Marjorie Taylor Greene is on Homeland Security. Homeland Security is the committee which protects the American people from terrorist attacks. Marjorie Taylor Greene is a proven conspiracy theorist. She is one of the folks that was like, stop the steal. She said 9-11 was not real and suggested school shootings were a hoax in in efforts to attack the NRA. (laughs) So she's on that committee, which is concerning. Paul Gosar. He is on the Natural Resource Committee. He is a proven anti-Semitic. Republicans even removed him from being speaker, being a speaker at the Republican National Convention as a result of his anti-Semitism. He also shared a video of AOC being killed on Twitter. Mm. This was a <laughs> animation that he shared. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Paul Gosar, and Lauren Bobart. They are all, stop the steal folks, they are all also on the Oversight Committee. And they're all election deniers giving oversight on how the House should run. Wild. Now, joining the Small Business Committee is our favorite fraud, our favorite con man, the original god, George Santos. This month, let me just run through some of the shit because I've really got to get into this. It's wild. And this is only a handful of things. He said his mother died on 9-11. Documents show that she was not only not dead at the time, but she was in Brazil and never worked in the Twin Towers. She died years later from cancer. He said he was a volleyball star. George Santos was, um, oh, he said that he was a volleyball star and graduated from Baruch College 
And it he never even went to the school. So not only were you not a star there, you didn't attend the school. Um, he said that he worked at Goldman Sachs and Citibank. He didn't. Uh, he worked at a firm called Harbor City, which the Securities and Exchange Commission accused of running a Ponzi scheme. And that place was literally shut down. He has admitted to crimes in Brazil. In 2008, he was charged with fraud by the Brazilian prosecutors for stealing the checkbook of a man his mother was working for. <laughs> nigga, and I then swear he's the young black kid that got <laughs> Girl, he's the original he's a fraud. Con. Yes. Why is he Listen to what? me. I'll tell you why he's still in the house. Working for um so he spent nearly $700 from this man and then he moved to the United States and reportedly stopped responding to the Brazilian authorities. Uh Brazil has mentioned that they plan on extraditing him and charging him for the seven for that. But get that man his bread back. Listen, I know that's um, right. he said that he was mugged on the way to delivering a rent check. Um, he has claimed this in a sworn statement, but that mugging that he said this happened in Queens. Shockingly, there is no record of this happening. And then he has these magic, magical number of one ninety nine point nine. Now, 199.9 is exactly the increment that you can spend without having to show receipts through of campaign money. So he has 37 different campaign expenditures filed with the Federal Election Commission. And basically, what's really interesting is that there is an Italian restaurant where he spent a whopping $25,640.26 in campaign funds, all in $199.9 increments. On at least seven occasions, this restaurant is owned by the brother of a man who pled guilty to human trafficking, smuggling. This nigga's a fucking he criminal. Is he's a, a criminal. Thug. He also scammed a homeless veteran out of money. Hustler. Yeah, he's he killing it. Scammed oh a homeless veteran out of money that he raised for he's his dying dogs. Never gave him the money. He also said that he had four employees die in the Pulse shooting in Orlando, and none of the forty-nine victims have ever worked for any of the companies what? that he's claimed to work for. And he also hired an impersonator to at at the time impersonate minority speaker Kevin McCarthy this was when he was running um to call rich donors and pretend to be said Kevin McCarthy to help raise money McCarthy's lawyers have acknowledged this and they said when this issue came to our attention last year I raised it with San with the Santos campaign and it felt and I felt it was re- resolved to our satisfaction this man is of the in the House of Representatives. And he will most likely remain in the House of Representatives. You want to know why? Because the slim majority that they have. If his seat is given up, it's not like they can just appoint another Republican. That's but not how it works. It goes to a runoff any vote. Any kind of fine print of this nigga being like if the person murdered, like if someone if, was convicted of murder, Apparently what if somebody's convicted? What? What's wrong with us? Well, you got an oversight committee. Maybe Marjorie Taylor Greene will fix it for us. Who knows? Ha! It What a shit show. I think that people just assume that th- this type of person would never be elected. No. 
No, these are politicians. They have to know that this is possible. What's more upsetting to me is that all of this information was public information and the media did not run with it. They didn't cover oh it. Oh my God. <laughs> this is public information. That his, his running, or excuse me, the person that he was running against put this out. Like this was in the papers, but he couldn't get folks to pick it up. So like, wh- what are we doing here? I don't know. This is a failure on, on everybody's end, but this is, that dude is wild. So when Paul, oh, excuse Paul McCartney, I can't stand myself. When Kevin McCarthy comes out and starts talking shit about Joseph Robinette Biden and his classified documents that he self, um, now listen, and you're sitting, he self-reported this, but you are sitting here putting this joker on the small business. Like you're putting him on the business committee and he is accused of business fraud. I thought he was doing some like tax thing. I was like, internet, next time we go out, make sure the receipt is 199.99 to avoid tax <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh my God. Say that is terrible. Too. But shout out to the original scammer that, it, that he, it, he is not well. He is the definition he's of not literally well. unwell. Yeah, he's not well. He and the and that's just like skimming you the lie surface on your of mama, his life. First of all, and since she was <laughs> killed at nine eleven, I would like other to, bitch said never happened. <laughs> I would like to say that that is a curb your enthusiasm plot. It is. Someone he said he is a curb. <laughs> he said curb. that. Remember, he was like, "Oh, she died on nine eleven. He was like, "Oh <laughs> my god, oh my god, what tower was she in?" Did it? And he was like. Oh no, she was hit by a car uptown. Same, ah. still same date, and it was like, excuse me, <laughs> this is this can't be reality, but it is indeed the reality we are living in. So we thought. Now let's segue into pop culture real quick. This is not on the timeline or on the outline, but Carol Baskin. We all, we all owe her an apology. The we god, the original projection scammer, that we had on Carol Bass. We said she was killing her husband, and I still this think that just he been might loving be dead. animals and taking care of them and being kind and gentle. No, and loving cats. Something still ain't right over there. It's some kind of she's scheme on happening. the spectrum. God, y'all, they found Carol's husband. They found him in Brazil, y'all. Everybody in Brazil. His mama was in Brazil too. She was. She was like, I'm good. <laughs> she was like, No, I'm Brazil. No, and I'm she Ill. died. She did die from cancer. God rest her soul. R.I.P. That poor woman. But I just want to say that CNN is has this nigga Brazilian? Like, is he who? The, no, he said he was Jewish, and then he <laughs> said he said <laughs> he did. But I then he said, him. No, no, I'm not Jewish. I'm Jewish, like ish. <laughs> I swear Black-ish? to God. Yes, <laughs> that's what he said. He's like, No, no, no. I, I. <laughs> Just, I think that he talked about his the same way Gwen Stefani said she was Japanese. She Japanese. I think that Girl, he. I'm Japanese. The way I be wearing. <laughs> you Indian. Harajuku clothes. I'm Indian. The you way I be chanting when I'm, ghosts come through. I don't know I if I'm Indian. Dominican or Puerto Rican, <laughs> but You're I'm Nigerian. One of them. And <laughs> I am. The, I actually am Nigerian. Oh, my apologies. You are a hater. I, I got my <laughs> African ancestry done. You're a ba woman here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You're a hater. Get us also into pop, pop culture. culture. The city of Boston unveiled the new memorial sculpture in the honor of Martin Luther King Jr. and oh, Coretta no. Scott last Friday. Child. Listen, I be poking in on Twitter every now and then. I'm learning things on Twitter. I'm slowly just Don't researching. Don't you lie it. to the people. I am. They are writing I, you I'm on not, there. 
you I'm not posting them. anything, but I'm watching. I'm looking at things. I'm I'm observing. But the way, listen, I thought it was just black people were insulting and coming at this sculpture. It was everybody, apparently. Everybody okay, mad. black people don't take nothing serious and have <laughs> shared the meme of baby boy Jody and uh, Melvin <laughs> fighting. All you see is this mahogany ass, sweaty ass skin all balled up on each other. But also the intellectuals as well as the King family have words to say about <laughs> this piece saying for such a large statue, dismembering MLK and Coretta, Coretta Scott King is a choice, a deliberate one. Boston's embrace statue perfectly resonates how white America loves to butcher MLK. Cherry picking quotes about love and violence while ignoring this radicalism, anti-capitalism, his oh no. fierce critiques of white moderates, MLK in his fullness is still too much for them. I said, go ahead, Dr. Umar went off. We're off. Now, another person has said, I can't shake the feeling that the view of the embrace sculpture from this angle looks like two disembodied arms and hands hugging a butt. <laughs> <laughs> Why do MLK monuments have to be so bad? And when, it, when that person said that, and then I went and I looked at it, the way I screamed. It looks like a penis, too, from another angle. For have real? you seen that one? Yeah, it's unfortunate. In a scathing online essay, Coretta Scott King's first cousin, Not your cousin. Seneca Scott, said, oh. for my family, it's rather insulting. $10 million were wasted to create a masturbatory metal homage to my legendary family members. Keep my name out your mouth and put some respect on our names. Now, I... I originally looked at, like you have to look at it when I looked at it, I was like what in the but then when you look clearly the hands the actual sculpture of the hands are really beautiful like the form of them there's rings the details it's really gorgeous but together it just it just I feel really sorry for um the artist Hank Willis Thomas and Hank Willis the, Thomas. Why you changed that man's name? I said it. Hank Willis oh, Thomas. Oh, I hear it. The 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 embarrassment, the pain, like that's your artwork. The family don't even fuck with it. It's a laughing stock. Like <sighs> I have a friend who saw it. Um, and they said it's actually beautiful in person. They it just looks it. That. The hands look beautiful. Look at Hank. Hank is a handsome man, he too. He's cute. He look like a milk dud. He is. Like somebody you might wink your eye at, smile at. at the I club. think in person, ooh, that does look like a penis. I, as soon as I googled it, it looks like a penis with a curve in it. It's lovely, but <laughs> I, I maybe it didn't read. I don't know why. I don't. We're also such raggedy people that we would just. But everybody's not even it. give Everybody. it a chance. It's not just us. And I, I also just feel like maybe we're. I don't know. Come on. It's, I don't know. Are we really disem dismembering him? And yeah, it's like, I don't know if we're doing queen. all that. I, I don't know if that man meant to do that. I think that he was trying to show the embrace and the embrace is from when Martin won um, the Nobel Peace, the Nobel Prize. Peace Prize. And it's, it's an iconic picture of him and his wife. 
It just didn't, it just didn't read, I guess. But I do feel sorry for that man. I don't know what to say about this. I didn't see it. I've seen the pictures now, but also you can take pictures from so many different angles and make things look different. So again, the people that I know, it's only one person who saw it in person said it was beautiful. Someone else who saw it in person that I don't know, but I saw what they said on Instagram said it was really pretty. And again, the hands, the details yeah. are really gorgeous. They're really gorgeous. It's all of it together. It's the, it's the shoulders and the elbows and the way it's sitting on the ground that is making folks feel uncomfortable to say the least, if not overwhelmed with rage given all the feelings which art should do so shout out to hank you did your job you did your job now if you google hank willis thomas and you go to his website you get the 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 first thing on his page is that monument and you can see that it you can see it from the correct angle and it it does look pretty poor thing i don't know about prayers to hank but i feel bad or yeah that's his name seems like Lori Harvey is drawing all the admiration. She recently just celebrated her birthday after her debut with Damson Idris. How do you say his name? Damson Idris. Idris. Wow. With Damson Idris. And um, Lori. Don't do it. Don't break a sweat. She don't break a sweat. She don't have a hair out of place. She's unbothered, composed, slightly composed. interested in Dameson. Slightly. While this nigga looks like Knows he wants to eat open. her alive. He <laughs> looks like, what the fuck did I? How did I do this? How did I do this? <laughs> he looks, they look mismatched in the in the energy, the way that he is like. And she's like, nigga you coming too fast like relax just take deep breaths like just chill um when i see his energy it makes them look a little the matching is interesting to me now i don't, I don't really care about the other nigga at all Who? but ener- what is his name you know we oh don't michael like him. b steve- jordan yeah the one like steve harvey his his he played a little bit cool his energy like looked like he really enjoyed her but i don't know some about them felt different whereas this he looks like a child in a candy shop he looks he's geeking out like he is so happy and rightfully so i love that i love that for them i th- i she i don't know that girl but i am a fan of his i do watch snowfall and remember i i called you about him i said there's this little boy you did you on snowfall that <clears throat> there's an energy there now he is something and he's a, just a really great actor he's he's beautiful on there he really is listen <clears throat> i feel like Lori, and i said this one see the thing, thing is i really like how Lori's doing it Lori is doing it a, a sexually safe way Lori said i'm gonna go out here i'm gonna be outside but i'm gonna go one at a time so i know exactly what's going on she's for the most part monogamous yeah i'm not mad at it it's like she's dating she's like i'm gonna date one person at a time and i love that for her she's probably mm-hmm. really getting to know folks she's probably able to do all kinds of the things sexually that you can't do if you're outside with a whole bunch of different people you know and i don't have i she's 26 years old have 
fun girlfriend. Like, I love it for her. She's starting to speak more. We didn't even know what that girl sounded like before. And now she's speaking more. She's doing interviews. I just, she has her own company. I feel like she's coming into her own in a way. And she collecting these fine ass black men like it's nothing. And I love it. Good. And he looks like he's loving it. He and he like even, he's, he's going posting. To jump out of his skin or explode any minute. He's, he's posting stuff. Like he's having fun with it too. Like he posted somebody. Um, put them in traditional African wedding attire and he posted it and like had some kind of, forgive me, my Yoruba is not where it should be. I didn't understand what he said. And I think he might be, I don't know if he's actually Nigerian. And if he is, he looked like he's Igbo, but regardless, he, that's a handsome young man. That's a beautiful young woman. Do your thing. I love to see it, kids. I love it. I also understand Lori's What's her name? Yeah, Lori. I, girl, when I searched this, I put Tori Harvey in. I said, that's that okay. not her name. But she's a Capricorn, and she has similar. It's not quite there, but she has the, the coolness that Capricorn women are notorious for, such as Aaliyah and Sade. Sade being the highest of the ranking cool Capricorns. But there is this, like... Collected. You said it. Composed. Yeah, effortlessness that's just, like... Nigga, what? I'm here. Like, I love I'm it. Next. She's she's Lori Harvey is teaching me at my 35 year old age. That little 26 year old is showing me some things, and good for her. To, what is it to to be to you're the prize? That's I don't know says. if I like I'm that. the prize. Everybody's I don't the prize. Either. Yeah, what? Like why is I agree. I'm glad a prize? you said that. Like why can't but a man be a prize? I, 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 I put know. myself first. That's I'm that think prize. like a man shit. I'm more so talking about um just the way that she's moving and being unbothered and not addressing it. I don't have to address everything that people say about me. I just have to live my life and enjoy myself Child and be fabulous family. while I do it. If just fabulous eating three cal- calories a day, 300 That's calories it. a day, eating cucumbers and then chugging apple cider vinegar. Mm. I love that for her. You know, you know, who needs apple cider vinegar, Nelly. I saw that video on Nell, on Twitter. What video? Tell this the nigga people. is in Australia. Big as hell. Buff as hell. He looks physically good. He doesn't look haggard. You know how uh, Buster Rhymes is big, but he doesn't look well? Like, he looks like he's sick. He Even Dave like- Chappelle, like, has this bulk, but they, like, have this unwellness in their face. Alcoholism, it seems. Girl. But they're like big. They think like this working mm-hmm. out buff thing is masking something. And Nelly, I didn't see it in his eyes, but I also could not focus on his eyes because they were literally rolling around his head. He could not. He was I, I said, what? This nigga is zooted or in ecstasy. He's like evolved having like a static spiritual movement singing his song or he's high as fuck will we ever know i don't i think it's interesting when i saw it the first thing i thought about was i mean i saw it and was shocked to see him looking like that but i also just thought like damn that shit is so prevalent in that world like people just really out here doing drugs <laughs> like really doing drugs and not like up and performing 
Yes, not like having a journey and doing ayahuasca and trying to get to the root of things. They're doing drugs to like be fucking zooted, zooted and booted. He was that outside of his mind, and why wouldn't he? I wonder what he Ain't thinks skip he a in beat. that video. Ain't skip a beat. He was probably skipping beats. Now that clip was short. I can't imagine what that show was like. He was but totally. I, in, he was in ecstasy. He was feeling every single rhythmic motion everything. he felt. He I felt I think and saw that, everything. He was seeing everything in that moment that there was. Or to he was see. seeing nothing because he wasn't even seeing himself. He was not what I said. This is making me uncomfortable. So Nelly, what do they do? Like, are they to is say somebody something. gonna help him? Should Nelly. somebody be like, yo, 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 you all right? I have a friend that um, dealt with him, and she said that he was definitely on drugs. Not you putting on the yeah. street? Damn. But like managing it, functioning, but like absolutely on drugs. Well, but I, also, I, I she could be lying. Then. I don't want to spread nothing. Allegedly, I don't want to spread nothing about that man. You better put that side note. But it's, it's, again, it's less about him and more about the culture. Like, I think that I am tripping. I always... Even though I hear Percocet, Molly Percocet, that that just wasn't a real thing within our black community. What? I did. I didn't in think. Your, I thought, like, in your culture of. I'm realizing how many of friends drugs. of mine, like regular, regular black folks are doing coke too. Yes. Did you know that? Yes. For real? People do drugs, internet. I didn't know that. I thought they just smoke weed. No, they smoke weed, do drugs, pop pills. Pop pills. I know people that do Adderall, like get up doing some Adderall and like in the name of productivity. Is Ad- Maybe I need to do Adderall tomorrow. No. Maybe <laughs> that's the awake. name of the episode. Maybe <laughs> I need to do Adderall tomorrow. <laughs> there it is. I was waiting for you to say some shit that <laughs> popped out and you said it. Maybe. Well... I don't know. What's the through line of this episode? Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Santos, that nigga is on drugs. You know he's doing drugs. You know Lori Harvey is a drug to these niggas. The way he is cutting up and looking at her, he is Q fucking, what's that Justin Timberlake song? Sweet bubble gum, some shit like that. Strawberry that bubble gum. Off. Is into it. Yeah. Wow. So uh, don't do drugs. Social media. Drug. Drug. Don't do it. Reconsider. You might Ernest be doing Withers. drugs when that ghost comes to see you. It might not be a ghost. It could just be. I am not doing drugs. That, I don't appreciate the. <laughs> but it might be that micro dose from Kimbology. Shout out to her. No, nope. I haven't been doing that. It might be just a drug of uh, the natural um, sorrow. Sorrow oh. can be a drug. So. Sorrow can be a drug. You can get addicted to struggle and pain. Let's talk about it. Dr. Huberman talks about that, oh. and we will discuss it soon enough on the next episode of Around the Way Curls. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATWCurls and Instagram at AroundTheWayCurls. We out early. (laughs) Very good.
Hey, little mama, I gotta ask me if I want to. Just tell me, can I get a light? Roll you up and let it run through my veins. Cause I can always see the farthest stars when I'm on you. I don't wanna ever come down on this cloud of loving you. Got me hopped up on that bush So I don't wanna see the baby You're my dream So I'm gonna 